All right, we've got a quick practical episode for you today. Six questions that you can ask yourself if you are someone who always wants to be eating the contents of your kitchen at night and you know who you are. I am who you are. Well, I should say I used to be. I used to um, get to like after dinner time, maybe mm, 7.30, 8.30 and start to think about a snack. You know, it's like the Netflix time of day. So I used to get to Netflix time of day and be like, hmm, I should get a snack. Maybe something sweet. Maybe something salty. Maybe something sweet again. Oh my gosh, why am I still hungry? And suddenly I'm like ravaging through the cupboards and the refrigerator and the freezer looking for something to feel satisfying, looking for the next thing or the next snack. I cannot be alone in feeling this way. I actually know that I'm not because I hear it from girls all the time, clients and friends and etc. So we're going to go through six questions that you could ask yourself, maybe even get out a journal and jot down your answers. Six questions you could ask yourself if you feel like this sounds familiar. And then I've got another kind of special little offer for you that's connected to this at the end. Hey there, welcome to Be Well With Steph, the podcast, the show for women who know that personal wellness can be an actively pursued goal and who are ready to tackle building healthier daily habits with a little bit of good humor, a little bit of grace, and a lot of coffee. I'm Steph Jenko, your holistic nutrition coach and your host, and I'm here to help empower you to create and maintain a healthy lifestyle you love, a lifestyle that gives you the strength energy, and confidence to go after your wildest dreams. Question number one, what do I eat all day? And along with that, do I eat enough throughout the day? Do I eat food early in the day? Is the food that I eat satisfying? Do I include protein? and healthy fats and fiber. If you are getting to the end of the day and you are starving, there's a great possibility that you simply didn't eat enough or enough nutrients throughout your day and it's catching up with you. Your body's been using calories, been using energy all day long to do all of the very important stuff that you do. And by afternoon, evening, it's saying, hello, I need more fuel. I need more energy. You didn't give me enough today. And I've been trying to do all of these amazing things for you. Please feed me. That's completely possible. It's also possible that you're not eating food that is satisfying to you, that it doesn't taste great, that you are trying to eat what you feel like is really healthy or really clean or or very simple. And it's not meeting your satisfaction needs. It's not meeting your cravings. It could be that it's lacking in a nutrient. It could be, you know, you haven't really gotten enough fats or protein or fiber. Those are always the big ones. And so therefore your meals are being burned up very quickly by your body. You're not getting lasting energy out of them. We see this a lot if you're relying a lot on things like refined carbohydrates that your body's going to process and use very quickly and not have lasting energy or satisfaction from. So first by starting, start out by reflecting on what you're actually eating all day. If you are eating breakfast, if you're eating satisfying foods, if you're eating enough nutrients, 
You could consider food journaling a little bit on this topic. I do have a um, blog post that's about food journaling. If that's of interest to you, I will link that in the show notes, or you can go to bewellwithstuff.com slash blog and find that food journaling um, blog post. But really maybe take a look at what you're eating. Question number two to piggyback off that is how much water are you drinking? Uh, We'll keep this one short and sweet, but if you are not sufficiently hydrated, you are going to feel that in your hunger needs or in your cravings later. So you don't have to track your water or anything like that, but you could be aware of it throughout the day of if you are refilling your water bottle, if you are drinking water between meals before meals is a great idea too to drink some water before your meal. If you hit um, afternoon or evening and you're starting to feel snacky, Water is not a replacement for food, but it is a, a really important nutrient. So maybe if you're starting to feel a little hungry or tired or cranky, give yourself a big glass of water and see if that makes a difference. So that question was, am I actually drinking enough water throughout the day? Question number three has to do more with timing of when you eat as opposed to what you eat. So question number three is really, How early or late is dinner? Or an alternative to that is, how are my meal times spaced out? I am not trying to advocate for any sort of timed eating. I do not think there is an optimal time that every person should be eating. But for you, food journaling, again, could help with this. What do my meals look like throughout the day? If you are eating, let's say, a breakfast around 8 o'clock or something around 8 o'clock in the morning, and then you're eating lunch somewhere around 12, that's four hours between your first two meals, right? Well, if you're going to bed around 10, you have 10 hours left there. If you were to keep that rough, you know, even time between meals, you'd eat breakfast at eight, lunch at 12, you'd need to eat something by about four or five o'clock in the afternoon. So if you are not eating an early dinner, um, you probably need a snack. You probably need an afternoon snack. It usually goes one of two ways. You could have an afternoon snack and then be a person who eats a slightly later dinner. And we usually feel like that's fine, right? Like, oh, it's okay to have an afternoon snack because I eat a late dinner. But then when we flip it, if you are a person who eats an early dinner, you know, you're eating dinner between five and six o'clock, then we start to feel grumpy at ourselves when we want a snack at eight or nine. In reality, that's what we would have done in reverse if we had an afternoon snack and a late dinner. See what I mean? So lots of times people are like, I don't understand why I'm hungry at nine o'clock at night. And I'm like, well, if you ate dinner at five or six, it has now been three or four hours since your last meal. Your body might be thinking that it's time for a snack. That's okay. It's 10 hours is a long time between lunch and dinner or lunch and bedtime. So you might need to break that in a couple ways into a meal and a snack. Or um, what I know some clients of mine have started doing successfully is kind of splitting up their dinner, eating like, if they eat an early dinner, eating like two thirds of their dinner, what they feel like they would naturally take, you know, kind of like a little less than their regular meal, eating dinner, waiting a little bit, and then eating another serving of dinner eating like their seconds just a little bit later because they know that their body's going to be hungry then and dinner was great and you put all that time and effort and energy into making it or someone did or you put the money into buying it 
And instead of saying like, this was my dinner, I ate it all at once, and now I want something later, they've just been kind of trying to separate that out. So that might be a strategy that works for you. It's very individualized based on, again, what you're eating as far as if it's satisfying and nutrient dense and the times that you eat. It's very like nuanced. It's a lot of what I do with one-on-one clients to sort out and find routines Um, routines for eating and food preparation and snacking that are a good fit for their lifestyle and their body needs. Um, But you could do a little bit of playing with that through some food journaling and some experimenting, or of course, you know where to find me. The fourth question to ask yourself is, how can I honor my cravings? By honor your cravings, I mean that sometimes your body wants something. Sometimes it's okay to say, I want chocolate and I'm going to eat chocolate and enjoy it And that's that. What sometimes can happen is that people say, I want chocolate, but if I start to eat a piece of it, I'm going to eat the whole package. My interception for that is always finding a way to honor your craving, but offer your body balance. So maybe you're craving chocolate, but you end up making a little mini snack plate that has a couple little pieces of chocolate, a few cashews, and some strawberries or raspberries. Suddenly you have a combination of nutrients, you have a bigger volume of food, you're still honoring your craving, but you're putting that um, less nutritious food in the balance of other foods. You could do this with anything. You could do combine popcorn and nuts, apples and peanut butter and cinnamon is a, a, you know, a great evening time dessert type thing. Um, the combination doesn't really matter. You could be saying, well, I just want a cookie, but I'm afraid I'm going to eat the whole package. Okay, well then you tell yourself, I am going to eat a cookie because that's the craving I have, but I love and respect my body and its health. So I'm going to, instead of letting myself loose on the package, I'm going to intentionally balance out the cookie that I'm eating with a fruit or vegetable or nut or another nutrient on the side. And tomorrow, if I still want it, I could do the same thing. This isn't an all or nothing cookie situation. So the way that we approach food from our mindset is really important in allowing ourselves the permission to eat that thing, but also being in control of the fact that we want to have healthy bodies. We want to be in good health. We want to have good digestion when we go to bed. So keeping that in mind and being a little bit strategic can help you to honor your cravings in a way that's a little more healthful. The fifth question for a little bit of tough love for a moment, is am I in control of what is in my home? If you get to nighttime and you feel like you are gravitating toward some chips, some ice cream, a piece of candy, a little bit of this other snack, a piece of leftover pizza, you're looking and you're, you, these are the things that you are acquiring and taking it as your nighttime snack. It might be worth pressing pause and saying, I'm the one that brought all this stuff in my house. Now, I'm not saying you can never eat those things, right? We don't do all or nothing here. It's not either you have it all or you don't. But it is acknowledging the fact that if that's the stuff you are going for, if it's not there in your cupboard when you get there, you're not going to be able to eat it. So maybe it's that snack foods like like potato chips or whatever you keep in the house, pretzels, that's whatever, I don't know, you gravitate toward, whatever your snack food is. Maybe it's that that goes in a separate cupboard or on a separate shelf or in the back. 
You know, there is a little bit to be said for if it's, you know, out of sight, out of mind. If you open up your cupboard or refrigerator and the thing you wish you weren't eating is in the front, you're going to see it. You're going to start to have an emotional response about it. And then you have to navigate that response. If instead you've given yourself a little preparation, you've been in control and you've said, these are snacks that I feel um, comfortable and confident eating. You know, there's a, a whole grain cracker and some hummus and it's in the front of my refrigerator and pantry. And when I open them up, I feel good about that choice. That's a completely different story, right? Emotionally and nutritiously, that's a different story. So you are in control of what you bring in. You can decide, do we have enough snack foods in the house before I buy more? Is this something that I want to have access to every day? Or is it something that I want to have to go out of my way a little bit to get so that I have time to think intentionally about it? You are in control of what you bring into your home. The last question to ask yourself, as late night approaches and you are rummaging through your refrigerator is, do I need to go to bed? Food is fuel. Food is energy. When it is late at night and we are looking for energy, we're looking for fuel, we're looking for food, do we actually need to be staying up at that point? Or could our health be better served by saying, hey, I know in my head, I know logically that I have consumed dinner and snack. I, sh- I, I should be satisfied right now, right? Like I ate food. I'm not denying myself food. If I ate food and I'm still looking for more food, am I truthfully hungry or am I tired? Am I looking to go to bed? And there are lots of people that don't like this advice because they feel like it's shutting down body signal. I don't believe that it's shutting down body signal. I believe that if your body is signaling you for the sixth snack before bedtime, it's probably just signaling you for energy. It's not signaling you for a snack. And food is one way to get energy, but sleep is also an awfully important and powerful one. So if you are hitting late at night, you've had dinner, you've had a snack, it might just be time to go to bed. And that is worth a moment of asking yourself that question and reflecting on kind of your overall eating patterns, everything's connected, your overall eating patterns, your overall sleep patterns, and Is my body getting the rest that it needs to function appropriately and to make the choices that I want to be making? If you are multitasking or doing something else, you can listen in right now because I'm going to give you a rundown of the six questions you can ask yourself again. Number one, what do I eat all day? Is it enough and is it satisfying? Number two, how much water do I drink all day? Number three, What is the timing of my eating like? And do I need to adjust my afternoon and evening eating schedule? Number four, how can I honor my cravings while also nourishing my body? Number five, am I in control of what I bring into my house and the choices I make? Number six, do I just need to go to bed? If you are looking for a little bit more support in the area of combating cravings, dealing with them proactively, managing them when they come up, and kind of shifting your mindset around how you navigate fun or treat foods, I have an offer for you. I have a workshop I did live and I have a recording of it that is accessible to you that you can watch and save anytime. It has slides, it has me talking and chatting with you, and it's 
only seven bucks. So if you go to bewellwithstuff.com slash workshops, you'll find access to a handful of recordings like that that are topic specific for what you're looking for and walk you through um, kind of the basics of tackling that topic and then you can keep it. You can watch it and refer back to it. You have access to the slides and access to the audio visual of me giving the presentation. Um, and the Combating Cravings Workshop, again, goes through how to proactively reduce your cravings, some of the strategies and questions that we talked about today, but also ways that you can manage cravings when they come up because they're always going to. And then a whole section on your mindset surrounding food, fun foods and craving foods and how maybe some shifts like that can help you to manage your cravings better. So again, you can find that workshop and others just like it at bewellwithstuff.com slash workshops. Thank you so much for listening to Be Well With Steph, the podcast. When there are a million things that you could be doing, I appreciate your choosing to hang out here. And I am proud of you for continuing to work on your own wellness journey. I invite you to head over to BeWellWithStuff.com for the details from this episode, my blog, upcoming events, and lots of other resources. If you enjoyed today's show, I'd love to hear from you. I'm Be Well With Stuff everywhere you like to hang out on social media, so come on over and say hi. Until next time, my friends, be well. Be well.